0: Single soul Vicente Carl and the Ping in Cross Uh C and hello welcome, welcome to Living Life. May the Lord bless you as you walk together with him today. Today's passage comes after Jesus entering into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, and Jesus goes to the temple, and then he cleanses uh, the temple, overturning the tables of merchants and driving out uh, all those people that were selling uh, different goods over there. And then after that, as he was teaching, Uh, the high priest and religious leaders comes and talks to him, and then they are having an argument and interaction and conversation. I have a question for you. Uh, If Jesus were to come to your life and your heart and uh, your uh, house, uh, are they or will there be some things that he may rearrange, uh, drive out, or put outside, or change? And uh, what kind of conversation would you have together with him when he comes and makes some changes in your life? You know, let's think about that together today.
1: Luke chapter 20, verses 1 through 8. One day, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple courts and proclaiming the good news, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, together with the elders, came up to him. Tell us, by what authority you are doing these things, they said. Who gave you this authority? He replied, I will also ask you a question. Tell me, John's baptism, was it from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, Why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, all the people will stone us because they are persuaded that John was a prophet. So they answered, We don't know where it was from. Jesus said, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things.
0: This passage comes after Jesus turning the tables and cleaning the temple and after Jesus entered into Jerusalem on the Palm Sunday. And then there, as he was teaching and preaching the good news, and that's what verse 1 says, the religious leaders came and then asked, and challenging but asking questions, By what authority are you doing these things? And uh, and Jesus answers their questions uh, by uh, a question that he raised about uh, John's baptism. You know, uh, from this passage, uh, let's think about a few things. Uh, First one, uh, it's important that you and I uh, see that Jesus here is uh, acting as the Lord of the temple. Uh, these people, the religious leaders, came and demanded an explanation. Why are you doing this? Because they were in charge of the temple operation, and then, and they were in charge of uh, sacrifices. But then, and they were also uh, in business of uh, selling the animals that are fit for sacrifice, and thereby making a lot of money uh, too and then these were the religious leaders and they were in charge that's what they thought but jesus comes and then driving out all these and then jesus telling them do not make the house of my father's house uh a den of robber and that's what we see in earlier passage you know a temple is a place where people offer sacrifice but but Temple is a place through the sacrifice. That's how sinners come, and that's how they meet God. But we see here uh, Jesus, and Jesus, who is the Lord of the temple, and then he has come, and then he is showing his authority as he is cleansing the temple. But then also we see that Jesus, who is God, has come and near and to the temple because he wants to meet people that are seeking to come to know and encounter God. We see that Jesus is the Lord of the temple here. And there's another thing that we need to think about. And when these religious leaders asked the question about, by what authority are you doing this? And Jesus asked, Question: Tell me, you know, by what authority uh, was uh, John doing his baptism? Was it from heaven or from men? And then these people had to think about it, and they went back, and then they talked about it, because if uh, they say, "Oh, it's from heaven," uh, they were not really listening and following and considering uh, John's baptism and um, something that they wanted to fully accept. Or if they say, oh, it's from men, and he was just a nice guy, but he was not from uh, a God, and he was not a God's servant or prophet. And because everybody uh, accepted John as a prophet, and then they did not want to be in that situation. You see, Jesus was asking, question, and then raising, and then exposing their inconsistencies, and then wrong understanding. You see, John the Baptist, when he came, and then he was a forerunner. And then as he come, and then John was pointing to Jesus, behold the Lamb of God, look, he's the Messiah. And then when people, and when he really uh, just uh, uh, accepted John, and they would have come to know Jesus, who was coming and then who John the Baptist was pointing as a Messiah, as a, a God's Messiah that was to come. And then they would naturally and respond and accept Jesus as the one that John was pointing. But also John was saying, look, the Lamb of God who came to take away the sins of the world. And then the whole point about the sacrificial system. And then the whole point of our sacrifices. And uh, the people come to the temple uh, for, you know, they place their hand over, uh, you know, the, uh, the head of an animal, the animal that is slain. And so they do the blood of a dead animal. And then and they are forgiven. And then they're able to uh, have access to God. But all this pointing to Jesus who came as a perfect Sacrifice, perfect Lamb of God, and then if they think, and then if they uh, just reflect on what John the Baptist, his message was about, they will point to Jesus, that Jesus indeed is the sacrifice, the Lamb that has come, so that through His death, that everybody, all the sinners, can come. And encounter God and meet God. And that's what we think about as we think about Jesus' interaction and in question. But there is one more thing that we want to think about, and that is this that Jesus demands and then people uh, to recognize his authority. And then Jesus was demanding, this is not right and proper. And then he, as a Lord of the temple, and then Jesus was again demanding as he was proclaiming the message of the gospel, preaching the good news of the gospel. You know, friends, as we think about this passage, I want to ask you a question. And Jesus, the Lord of your temple, Lord of your life, And then is there some things that Jesus is rearranging in your life? Is he saying, this has to go, this is not right, you're missing the point. And then is he raising some questions in your life? As you come and Jesus, are you the Lord of my life? And then what are you doing in my life? And then will Jesus say, do you know who I am? And then are you living in such a way, recognizing that I am your Lord, or are you living your life inconsistently, acting as if that you are uh, somebody serving God, but in your own deeds that you're really not living out uh, your life to honor and please and serve the Lord. You know, these are some of the things that we can think about as we think about this story. And uh, uh, Jesus raising a question. You know, who am I to you as you who may think about Jesus and then see Jesus rearranging, speaking, and then telling you something about that needs to be changed. Let's continue to reflect on this passage. Is Jesus the Lord of your temple? Let's take time today to reflect on the meaning of today's passage. I hope that you will live in such a way, recognizing Jesus as your Lord, as you let him rearrange your lives, and then as you let him be the Lord that tells and directs and leads your life for God's glory. Lord, we thank you that you come and, and revisits and renews and rearrange our lives. Help us to be sensitive to what you are speaking to us and help us to live our life in obedience and so that we may please you and follow you and honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. A single soul Reaching a further And stepping in closer CGM